Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Somerville Advice Givers Podcast, where we connect you with the advice you need for when life happens. I'm your host, Yaden Smith, and this week I'm pleased to have on as a guest, Umut. That's Pr- right. Pronounce your full name for us, Umut. Umut Engen. Engen. That's right. Umut Engen, which, as you might be able to tell, is not a what you would assume to be a Somerville name. <laughs> That's right. Umut, tell us, you know, where, where are you from? How did you get to Somerville? So I'm originally from Turkey. Right. And my stepdad's Air Force. And we've been all over the world. And um, I was fortunate enough to move here my freshman year, and I fell in love with it. Freshman year of college, of high school? High school. Freshman year of high school? Yes, sir. So that's, what, age 14, I think, yes, sir. something like that? Mm-hmm. And y'all moved here to the Charleston area, Somerville area, or um, just yeah. to the U.S.? We moved to, um, the first place we came to U.S. was Charleston, actually. Nice. So we're in Charleston Air Force base. base. That's right. And like, this place is pretty cool. It was awesome. And is, is your stepdad still in the Air Force? Or? Um, he's retired now. He's retired. He's resides in Alabama. Any of your siblings, I know when we were talking just a minute ago, there are... Um, you have half brothers and step brothers. There are five of you all together. That's right. Anybody and all boys. All boys. All yeah. boys. So y- your houses were always being destroyed. Absolutely. As you're growing up. Uh, anybody in the Air Force now? Anybody serving in the military? No, I think uh, my mother was NATO. Okay. And my stepdad was um, Air Force. Um, but none of us ended up following their footsteps, Decided, which is pretty you know, interesting. We, we enjoyed moving around the world as children, yes. but maybe it's not going to be a good fit for us. That has a lot As to do adults. with it. But going to like five different high schools was like, okay, maybe I don't want to do this to my kids. Five different high schools. Yeah. And there are, there's only four years I know. of high school. Exactly. I crammed four years of high school into five different schools. It was insane. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we met just a few weeks ago at uh, something, some event with the chamber. Maybe it was mm-hmm. business after hours of young professionals. We were talking about uh, what you do with... Wait, tell me the name of your company. It's Do- called DocuSystems. DocuSystems. Yes, sir. I wanted to say DocuSign, but I know that's the electronic signature program. That's so right. DocuSystems. Y'all specialize in like office equipment, printing, you know, st- tell us about like, what do y'all do as a company? Certainly. And one of the things I love about DocuSystems is the fact that we have a wide area of services. So initially, as far as hardware goes, we look for copiers and printers However, we have document management services. Uh, we can do managed print services. If you have a lot of printers, we can you know, service and maintain those. Right. We have wide format solutions for engineers and people that need plotters and everything like okay. that. And we can even do managed network services. So if you don't have an IT company, we can provide that service as well. So basically what our owner, um, Dean Carroll, decided to do was I want to have every single service a business might need under one roof. So we can handle your network, copiers, printers, computers, and everything else your business might need. If it connects to the network, y'all can work with it. Exactly. If it uses paper and ink, y'all can work with it. Exactly. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So how long have you been with DocuSystems? I've been with DocuSystems for about a year and a half, and DocuSystems has been around for 30 years now. Wow. Yes, sir. I did not realize that. Mm -hmm. I know that... You know, my operation, we have just a simple, you know, HP desk jet because we don't do a whole lot of printing. But a company that I used to be with, they had the whole, you know, Rico or Xerox platform that, you know, copies a thousand pages a minute. That's and, right. A you know, thousand pages a minute. <laughs> well, a thousand pages an hour, maybe. Uh, but like when that thing went down, it was a problem. That's right. 
So yeah. having having some sort of company to manage it, take care of it, that's that's mission critical stuff. Absolutely. For people who depend on printing. Takes the weight off your shoulders. You right. have enough stuff to do running your business. So let us handle all the service. Yeah, I have enough to do with phone calls and emails and you know, hosting podcasts exactly. and producing content. I don't need to worry <laughs> exactly. about it. It's my printer gonna work. <laughs> exactly. Well, Umut, as as an expert in your field, you know, and I'm going to let you decide whether that's business, personal, whatever your field wants, whatever you want your field to be. Sure. What are some pieces of advice that you would give to a, a regular person? Certainly. Say, here's how you can make your life better. So as far as expert in business, yeah. you know, I, I thought about it and some of the things that I'm thinking about sharing was, for example, ink is very, very expensive. Yeah. The, yeah. No ink, doubt. It's the most expensive liquid it's on like the you planet. think gas is expensive? <laughs> uh-uh. If I could buy ink for, you know, $3 a gallon, I'd oh, be man. set. I'd be out of a job. I'm glad <laughs> you can. And toner-based machines are always, they're going to um, be cheaper. Right. So that's why, you know, a lot of people have those desktop printers. And they're you know, cheap to purchase. They're super cheap. Yeah. Super 90 cheap. bucks. Exactly. And that's for a nice one. Exactly. <laughs> but what happens is you have to replace them every year or two. It depends on your volume. And you're mm-hmm. spending an arm and a leg on ink. That's when we can come in, do a quick analysis, see what you're spending, and be able to either make things more efficient or be able to help you with the ink cost. Because, as I said, it's ridiculously expensive. That's how those companies make their money. So, um that's my first point. You know, when you talk about like that's how the companies make the money, it reminds me of the story of the Dyson vacuum. Mm-hmm. How old are you, Umut? I'm 31. 31. Okay, so you may remember. Um, you know, when I was growing up, vacuuming the house, we had an Electrolux, and it was always a pain mm-hmm. when the vacuum bag would fill oh, up. Oh, yeah. Those things right. were nasty. Yeah, that's right. When you got to answer, it's like, oh, that's this terrible. Dust it, goes everywhere. Yeah, like a hazmat suit. Just yeah, to dump. for real. It weighs a freaking ton. <laughs> it like, just like, where did all this dust come from? This is terrible. And it was like a hurt locker just to get right. it off. There was like and combinations. And you got to like, back and, on. Yeah. But I remember reading a story that uh, Hoover, when they saw Dyson's product, they're like, no, we're not interested in selling a vacuum like this. And then, of course, he went and created his own company, selling the vacuum. Wow. And when's the last time you went shopping for a vacuum bag? I, I, don't, I can't remember. Yeah. Never. Never. It's like the vacuum companies, they made their money on vacuum bag sales because mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to buy one every month. It's insane. They're like, yeah, we'll sell you a vacuum. Well, vacuums were still expensive. You know, 300 bucks. Oh, yeah. But then you got to spend another 10 bucks every month. And then the filters. Yeah. You know, you got to change the filter because you can, you don't, if, you can get the bag, but if you don't change the filter, it's going to smell so bad each time you vacuum. Right. So it's pretty brilliant marketing, and actually. It, it's interesting that, you know, from a printing standpoint, it's kind of the same, the same business model. If we can get the end user to use our consumable product, mm-hmm. then we're in business. Exactly. And that's why our service kits yeah. that 95, 90, 95% to 99% of our clients get includes toner, parts, right. supplies, service, everything. So the only thing you're responsible for is your paper. That's it. Yeah. Get your paper and you're good. That's right. Now, I, I, this might be getting too technical, but what's the difference between toner and ink? Absolutely. So toner is um, finer particles. Right. And it lasts a lot longer. Well, I mean, like, like to- is toner's powder. Right, mm-hmm. but That's right. somehow it sticks to the page. 
just mm-hmm. like ink sticks to the page. So they use heat induction basically after the toner is placed on the paper. Right. There's a fusing unit in there that basically makes sure that it stays on there. I'm sure this means something out. to somebody. <laughs> I hear fusing unit, induction system. So, I assume there's a laser somewhere because it's a laser the, printer. The right? laser or, jets. Those, are, those okay. are a little bit different. <laughs> those are those desktop printers. Okay. But I guess in layman's terms... Um, the toner is basically powder yeah. and ink's um, liquid. Ink is liquid. That's right. And That's it, use, it uses it. heat to make the powder stick on the page where it's supposed to. And ink just puts it on Versus there just like Versus exactly. Exactly. just like spray paint. <laughs> <laughs> Little elves in your HP. Like <laughs> I have a bunch of... It's interesting. Now, that I'm, now I'm thinking of my printer with a bunch of uh, graffiti artists. Oh, yeah. The page goes... That's right. Every time you print, they're like, all right, guys, wake up. Time so to go to toner work. is pretty much always cheaper. Always cheaper. Than ink. Absolutely. Cheaper and it than lasts ink. a lot longer. Lasts a lot longer. Absolutely. Okay. Strike one for me. <laughs> <laughs> no more, no more, no more ink. No right. more ink. Keep going. Keep going. What um, else? No, I think one thing that's really important is everyone does their budget at home, mm-hmm. but something that I see a lot in business owners, maybe they don't think it's important. Know how much you're spending for your office supplies or office equipment, excuse me, like your printer, anything consumables. Right. Or actually look at how many hours your employees are spending doing redundant things that could be um, automized basically. Yeah. So that your copier or printer could do it or we can handle it for you and, by knowing how much you spend on day-to-day things, most of the time when I present people with a cost analysis, their eyes go so wide because... Like, wait, I'm spending how much? On ink or right. on you know this person right here. I, I was on an account yesterday and she told me because of, we, we automized everything with their copier and got rid of some of the workflows that was redundant and t- just as far as like time, right. it was a ridiculous waste of time. <laughs> they had to actually, they didn't have to, but they got rid of an employee because... We were able to save them so much money and time from what they were doing. Basically, you created, made one position, you know, just, Absolutely. I mean, I, I hate that a job was eliminated. I know, I know, I agree. But by the same time, from, from a business standpoint, it's like, oh, now I have resources to find a different job for somebody to do. Exactly. That's not just moving paper from here to there. Exactly. It's or like, let's, let's, let's do something else that's creative or mm-hmm. productive or producing instead of, here we go. Make five copies of this. Exactly. Budget for office stuff. Yep. No, you know how much you're spending. And, and that's it's the- difficult, I think, for, for business startups because, you know, when you're starting a business, it's, it's hard to track. You don't really know what you're going to spend. You're just like, okay, I need, to pr- I need a printer. Exactly. Here we go. Costco, 50 bucks. 50 bucks. None. And, you know, mm-hmm. here's, here's a, a, a stack of paper for 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I need the... Twin pack of HP inkjet cartridges for exactly. 75 bucks. And you just, you get caught in that loop of, okay, mm-hmm. we're out of ink, we're out of paper. Order it. We're out Order of ink, it. we're out of paper. Two years later, oh, a printer broke. Need a new printer. Need a new printer. The printer's the cheap part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. plastic and some gears. And then you put the, <laughs> the L's are in there. Yeah, the L's. And then you just you <laughs> give them a new, a new canister of the, the spray ink. And, and, you know, if they unionize, you're in trouble. <laughs> Elves make great cookies, <laughs> but printers, maybe not so much. Uh, this is great stuff. Great stuff. Um, another point is um, if you have issues, 
mm-hmm. or you're unhappy with in your office equipment, I see a lot of the times people are just like, oh, it's okay. It's just a printer. Oh, it's just a, it's just a copier. You don't have to live with that because everything in your business should just work like everything else in your life. Mm-hmm. So if you have pain points or issues or things that are redundant, that's not something that you have to live with. We can solve those for you and provide a solution that's tailored for your environment. So that's what's really cool about DocuSystems. There's not just one set solution for every every problem. Right. So when we come in, we look for, of course, cost-related things. But also, just as important is pain points right. and making things easier for you. I'm so a huge believer in button. what is going to make my life easier. Exactly. And what is going to make things more efficient. Mm-hmm. And what's going to free up mental space. Exactly. I only have so much emotional energy. 90% of it is consumed by my four children. That's right. Which leaves, you know, I try and keep 5% for my relationship with my wife because that's also important. 5%. And then that leaves, I have 5% left for business and everything else. Yeah. My, my children, 90%. If you have children, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't have children, I'm just, sorry, you just don't know yet. You just don't know yet. I coach Little League, so it's, but it's like an hour and a half at a time. So it's and I was not like, the oh same. Oh my gosh. Hour and a half of Little League, and then yeah, just multiply it by, by a zillion. This is infinity. And then you're close. <laughs> exactly. And then you're, you're almost in the ballpark. Uh, it also reminds me, you're talking about pain points with the copier. Have you seen the show The Office? I love The Office. The episode where they're trying to decide between the copier and the chairs. And the chairs. <laughs> I love that one. And they're just like the cop. And then, of course, they sort of decide on the chairs. The person, I, I forget who was in charge. Was it Jim, I think? Mm-hmm. He's like, okay. His, his girlfriend, Pam, wanted the chairs. Or no, she, someone wanted the copy. No, you're right. But he tried the copier, and he's like, oh my gosh, this is a disaster. Mm-hmm. We have to get the copier. Like, if the copier's not working, that's a huge pain point. You can't do it's anything. Like, like, if you do anything with a you copier. You can't copy, you can't scan, or with a printer. you can't fax, you well, can't like print. It's like my printer at home. You just, you know, HP, personal, you know, multifunction scanner thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, just recently... Of course, it uses the elves with the, the spray ink. <laughs> Just recently, it's like it, it prints and like half the page is gone. But it's like every other line Mm-mm. is gone. It's not like the bottom half is gone and the top half is crystal clear. It's like, yeah. you know, half there, half not. And like, this is worthless. Mm-hmm. And it's caused a pain point in my own life. That's right. Because like, I can't print anything at home. And it's always when you need to print it right. that it does. So if I am, um, if I'm have an appointment and I need something printed, like I can't print anything at home to take with me to the appointment. That's right. But I have to come to the office where I know my system works, print. It adds 10 minutes to my drive and then 10 minutes to wherever I'm going. Just, yeah. And pain that points. all goes to the pain points. You no know bueno. how much time you're spending on it. And no you know, if you bueno. go to UPS or, UPS or FedEx, man, they charge you $1.25 oh, yeah, just to print it. Right. And then each page is a dollar after that. But right. and God forbid, if you got color, you're in trouble. <laughs> you really are. Yeah. You really are. Because on a commercial grade equipment, I'll give you a quick um, example. Yeah, do. On printers, it costs anywhere from five to seven cents for each black and white page. Mm-hmm. Yep. But on a commercial grade equipment like a copier, it's about penny seven. Right. Penny when, six. At, at my, where I used to work, they would charge us, I think, two cents. You know, we got like 200 copies a month. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it was like two cents. That's so I didn't right. think about it. It's like, okay, you know, I can print a thousand copies and it's 20 bucks. It's not a big mm-hmm. deal. No. But yeah. And then I look at state. I mean, I love Staples and I love the UPS store and I love mm-hmm. those places. And I guess if you only had to print like five pages every three months, like, yeah, yeah. that's, that's going to save you money. Right. But anything more than that, it's You're like, in mm, trouble. nope, 
You're not saving money anymore. Oh, especially color. I mean, they charge so much for color over there, and they charge you a base price just to use their print services. Right. So it's like you're making life decisions. Am I do I need to get gas today from my car, or am I going <laughs> to print this proposal in color today? Keep going. What else? What um, else you have? No, I, I see more numbers on your sheet across the table. <laughs> I um, you know. I worked for BMW before and I enjoyed it because it was a great product. And one of the reasons why I'm really happy at Donkey Systems is we sell Konica, Manilita, and Canon. And those are, we call them tier one products. Mm -hmm. And those are the ones that has the most marketplace and has done the most spent money in R&D and are right. controlling the last five years of sales. You can have the best product because our competitors in town have great products too. But good service is really hard to find mm -hmm. and what i love about docu systems is that our techs don't leave and their average tenure is 14 and a half years and that's huge because when they come they're professional they know the product and they're going to provide a solution because this is what they've been doing all their lives so you don't have to live with bad service either so you can have the best product but if you don't have the best best service it's just as bad because mm -hmm. it's I'm not. It's like kind of like insurance. It's not when some if something's gonna happen, when something happens. Well, and the problem is, oftentimes with customer service, is you don't realize it's bad customer service until you need it. Exactly. Until there's a problem, that's when you realize, like, oh, this uh -oh. is terrible. Because everybody promises, you know, everything, right. but you know, um, it's it's easy to overpromise. When you're in a conference room, sitting at a table, that's right. it's like, oh man, we're going to save money. It's going to be great. It's going to be mm -hmm. this. It's going to be that. Yep. All that stuff. Sign here. Press hard. Three copies. <laughs> exactly. And then six months later, there's a hiccup and it's Friday afternoon and there's nobody around. That's right. And you need to print 500 pages for a Saturday meeting. Exactly. That's always the case. And, um, you know, one thing that goes into that too with, um, company's response time mm -hmm. we average well we promise a four-hour response time but we average 89 minutes because we have a software that tracks us it's like it's like facebook site. messenger for for businesses it's exactly. like this the average response time for this business is six minutes <laughs> That's right. is eight seconds is eh, you know four hours eight like, seconds. Oh, okay <laughs> i'm not gonna ask my question on facebook no definitely not but with the person on site we're averaging 89 right. minutes which is really cool and let's say that we couldn't fix it we're not no, no, we're just saying say you're hey, averaging you're a person trouble. on site in 89 on site, minutes? On site, 89 minutes. That's, yeah, I'm sorry, I thought you just had like response like, oh, yes, yeah, we, we hey, hear your problem. Sorry. I, I was calling you because you left a message. <laughs> exactly. No, it's like a person walking in the door like, okay, y'all got a problem, I'm here. Mm -hmm. Here I come to save the day. Watch my cape as I walk Mighty Mouse, door. that's right. <laughs> that's impressive. We're able to do that because we, you know, we keep a, our service staff very, um, we have full service staff and, you know, we take care of them so they stay with us for a long time and they carry the parts that they're frequently used mm -hmm. like let's say for a car be spark plugs and right. things of that nature it's like a plumber has parts in his van exactly they it's like it in the trunk. i have i have pipe i have widgets things whatever this thing is this you know elbow and, yeah last time i tried to do some plumbing i basically like I was completely soaked. Didn't go so, well. <laughs> so I'm going to pay professionals to do my dishwasher installation next time. I am going to help my mechanic pay for his mortgage. That's right. Because I know nothing about keeping my car running. Right. I didn't know I needed a blinker fluid, but apparently. What? I'm just. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Now I get it. Right. 
Blinker fluid. Yeah, that sounds good. How much is that? $85. $85. Okay. Yep. Okay, yep. Please fill, fill it up, man. On fill all four blinkers. Yeah, oh, exactly. okay. Oh, so. The- <laughs> it's it's individual exactly. blinker. It's not one reservoir. It'll stop. It'll stop working. <laughs> It'll, that, that's hilarious. And um, one of the other points I wanted to make is um, in life, the things that are the cheapest isn't always the best longevity wise consistency wise durability wise and docu systems we're never going to be the cheapest because we have great products and we have great service and i myself bring a lot to the table because i majored in hospitality and customer services in my blood but i love sales as well so with us you get great customer service and tentativeness what for example when my customer needs something I don't tell them, hey, just call service. They'll take care of it. I tell them, get them to call me, figure out what the problem is. I reach out to service and place a phone call if mm-hmm. I have to and then explain the situation so we can react immediately. Right. Yesterday, I got an email. I was almost on my phone and I wrote back immediately. And I was like, oh my God, like, that's never happened to me before. Plus, you know, my phone just happened to me <laughs> in my hand. But, you know, I think it's important to know that you pay what you get. Right. And that, that reminds me of my cousin who does custom home building. Mm-hmm. And used to do remodels and everything. And, you know, he's, he's steadily progressed in with his company and his business. But I remember something that he said where, because when he builds something, he has a warranty for a certain amount of time after the fact. In fact, they did the remodel on our bathrooms. Mm. And just FYI, remodeling bathrooms, <laughs> that ain't cheap. No, it's not. But they came back a year later, you know, a year later, a warranty called like, okay, is everything working? properly is Mm -hmm. everything you know functioning the way we built it the way it was supposed to and i'm i'm a believer in if you go with the cheapest it's like there's no guarantee if something goes wrong that they're still going to be in business even Mm -hmm. to be able to come back and make sure it's right like it's just it's just a huge risk and you're going to have to probably get another one of the same right. thing and spend more money than you would initially if you just invested in something that was going to be a little bit more dependable. Well, you know, I think about my, my laptop, which this is my, my, you know, my Apple laptop. And I love looking at the About This Mac mm-hmm. when it says, um, okay, MacBook Air 13-inch early 2015. <laughs> so I was like, okay, it's a three-year-old laptop. And my other laptop, which is smaller, I just don't use it anymore because the screen is small. Mm-hmm. But it works fine. It's like early 2011. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that is ancient. Right. But it's very well made, does everything that I need. And it definitely was not the cheapest. No. Not the cheapest. No, Max aren't. But it, it's yeah. a Would you product. rather spend 300 bucks a year on and the cheap thing? just keep spending it every year. Or, you know, spend $1,000 and have something for five years. Exactly. Like the cost of ownership over its lifespan exactly. is less. You got to look at it for a long term. Well, some people spend. Like, oh, I need an immediate solution. I need to save money right, right here, which we're all about saving money. But if it's going to make your business more efficient and it's going right. to make your life better, then spend a little bit more now. Because I promise in the long run, you're going to spend more than what you would have. My, when, growing up, my, my mom had a phrase. She said, you know, you have to spend money to save money. Ooh, I like that. I mean, it costs more up front, mm-hmm. but you save money. That's true. That's really good. I've never heard that before. Yeah. You have to spend money to save money. To save money. You know, it's just, I wouldn't say it's an axiom that I live by, mm-hmm. but it's something I think is like, what's the cost of ownership for this thing that's twice as, co- you know, cost twice as much, 
if it's going to last three times as long, it's like done. Easy. It's a, it's like, a no okay, brainer. I will be able to, I'll have the resources to buy it in six months. So let me just survive until I can actually buy it. Exactly. That's awesome. These are, these are, these are great. And what I like with these points is they're not exclusive to paper no. and ink or docu-systems. I mean, okay, toner is always cheaper. Than, <laughs> but, but again, you know, buying a, a toner system might cost more upfront. Mm-hmm. They're not as cheap as the, the inkjet systems the inkjet. I've seen. That's right. It's like, you know, you're going to spend $100 on this toner cartridge. It's going to last you five years. Right. <laughs> exactly. Instead of $40 on an inkjet cartridge, it's going to last you two months. And then you're still going to have lines right. and stuff like yeah. that coming through and spits out paper. Right. And- so we have, let's see, I'm just to recap. We have uh, toner is always cheaper, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> And don't just budget for your household, budget for your office stuff, the consumables that you, you know, the stuff that you're using every month, paper, ink, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm, Your office equipment. Keep track of that. When I was at, uh, when I used to work at an office, I remember he told me that the consumables, he was, the the office manager was shocked at how much it cost just in paper every month for an office of a hundred people. It's huge. It's unbelievable. Uh, I got one last one. Yes, go, go, Um, no, not at all. As far as um, I see a lot of people like, oh, you know, we're really happy. We've been with the same company for a long time. Sometimes those relationships can get a little difficult because if you are happy, which is perfect because we have our happy customers too, but at least have someone come and take a look maybe second or third time around Mm -hmm. because sometimes you don't realize that you're paying a lot more than you should because you're in a comfortable relationship with the company that you're with. So it's really important to reevaluate your needs every couple of years to make sure that you are getting the best deal, best service, and the best product. That applies to so many places. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when I bought my house, the insurance guy, and, and then I was asking an uh, insurance agent, like, how often should you reevaluate your homeowner's insurance? And he said, about every three years, you should reevaluate your homeowner's insurance, make sure because, because mm-hmm. things change. Policies change. Just evaluate what you're doing periodically. Have it part of your business plan or part of your life plan. I think so too. You know, and that's why I try to think of things um, that would apply to as far as expert opinion. Yeah, but it also applies to life as well. That's right. Yeah. Evaluate. I'm just gonna put evaluate your needs periodically. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Good stuff all the way around, Umoats. Uh, so here's what we're going to do next. We're going to jump into the final four. Mm-hmm. Four questions. And question number one is when you pause from work, I know the packet still says when work is over, but work rarely shuts down unless oh, yeah. I just turn my phone off. Yeah, right? Emails are coming, yeah. phone calls. So when you pause from work, what do you do for fun? Um, I like to play soccer. I'm in a um, adult league downtown. While right we are now. recording this, listeners, the World Cup 2018 is going on. We were That's we right. were we were um, unfortunately trading some spoilers <laughs> before the show. So I know that Brazil That's won in their opening round. Fortunately, this episode is going to air after the World Cup is over, so that's not a spoiler for anybody listening. <laughs> uh, in an adult soccer league, a- adult soccer downtown league downtown. downtown. Yeah, and I also coach little league soccer in Somerville at the YMCA U10s. So Good that's a lot you. of fun. Absolutely. And I also like to volunteer at 180 Place and Batter Women's Shelter and places like that. I think it's really important to give back Absolutely. if we're capable. And I like to play guitar. Music's a big part of my life. I always say um, 
you know, I don't have to trademark it, right? No. Um, <laughs> I think, um, you know, medicine for your body and music's for your soul. There you go. That's awesome. Fantastic. Well, it's a perfect year to be involved in soccer. Oh, man. Absolutely. I wish we were in it. Yes. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. I can't believe we didn't qualify. Uh, Although, I've already talked with my boys about 2026. There we go. Yes. It's like, okay. Yes. We're going to get tickets yes. to something. Something. Anything. Something. And when it happens, like, we're going to take, you know, a week off, two weeks off it's from where we're awesome. going to go see something. And, yeah. I told my friend we should go ahead and start putting, like, $5, $20 away from each paycheck between that's right. now and then. And maybe we'll be able to go to That's, that's right. I, I, I need to make sure I have someone in my office who doesn't like soccer That's right. so that everything can keep running. Well, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. do you like soccer? I love soccer. Oh, nope, nope. Nope. Sorry. Sorry. Not going to work for you to work for me this summer. Nope. I need someone who does not like soccer. <laughs> yeah. That's great stuff. Uh, so final four question number two. In the next 12 months, what are you really excited about? This could be personal. This could be professional. I'm really excited about, um, I'm actually first two weeks of July. I'll be going to Costa Rica and Panama to see my brother. And Fantastic. I haven't seen him in five years. And, you know, I think life is nothing but collection of experiences and memories anyway. That's right. So I'm really excited to visit a place I haven't visited in a long time because being military, you travel so much. I lost, well, I say I lost track, but it's around 27 to 29 times that we moved. Oh my god! All my life. So, but. And you're, and, and you're 31. Yes, sir. So when did, when did y'all stop in the military? Um... I actually, like, like how, I went how to college. I went to college and um, they, they were, my stepdad was retired, but you know what they say, if you, if you retire, you die. So right. he's still working for the military. So, so when you went to college, by that time you had moved 27 times? Yes, sir. Oh my goodness. That's more than once a year, uh, absolutely. ladies and gentlemen, if, you, if you're keeping track. Because it was, it was between That's NATO insane. getting orders and right. for my mom and Air Force giving orders for my stepdad so it was kind of like who's gonna get their orders first wow. and i hated it initially but man it made me outgoing it made me an extrovert mm -hmm. really easy to make friends and i have friends all over the world now so when i travel hey, hey. i'm gonna be in manila or <laughs> singapore or south africa that's funny Those what are you doing on this weekend three places i don't have any friends oh. in, but, <laughs> but but yeah, this is really cool. And Facebook's been so amazing because you can keep track with everyone. Just so. It's incredible. With no effort. It's awesome. I love it. And So you're going to Panama and Costa Rica. So I'm really excited about that. I hear that. that the surfing is really good down there. I used to be pretty good at it, but I and put on some here, weight. I need to, I need like, to drop it. <laughs> My balance is off. It's got good a little for guy you. going on. Good for you. And um, as far as pro professional goals... Yep. Um, I think after a year is when it's, you know, with any job really right. after a year, when you're comfortable with the product, comfortable with your company and you can just present yourself without having to think about stuff right. and having to worry about things. Oh, I've never been in this situation, but after a year and a half, you get, you get settled. You know what you're talking right. about and you know what every, you know what the top 10 problems are exactly. that people face is like, Hey, Oh, this is yours. Yeah, this is what we have to offer. That. Oh, exactly. this I, we haven't run into this before. Mm -hmm. Doesn't happen as much. Doesn't happen as much. Not, of course, it right. might happen once in a while. But knowing the solution to a problem and not saying, Let I mean, me we are talking, we are to. talking paper and ink exactly. and printers. <laughs> exactly. You know, it, there, there's a finite number of problems that That's exist. That's true. 
and people tend to try to you know run cardboard and boxes through those things <laughs> that's that's one advice folks that is not okay that is not okay you can't print on a cardboard box did you tell it you were running the super extra thick cardstock through it because right. then it might have you know widened the gap a little bit more yeah like you, oh i didn't know i was supposed to do that no and that's that's the line but if you're moving and you can put your clothes and household items in it that is probably not a media that should run through your copy <laughs> just, i was just going to print directly onto my t-shirts <laughs> can i not do that nope i didn't know i couldn't do that i'm sorry <laughs> That's pretty good. But um, oh my goodness, I look forward to, you know, this is a year and a half. So in the next 12 months, I'll be doing this for two and a half years. And at that point, a lot of repeats and referrals right. and things start coming around too. Because your relationships you have with people. Exactly. Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Final four, number three. What's the best way for the audience to get in touch with you? Um, honestly, uh, I have a personal phone and a work phone mm -hmm. and I have emails going through them all day. Okay. So I would say, we'll put all that in the show notes so you don't absolutely. have to spell anything out. We'll okay. just put it, listeners. You can just click right there, connect with Umut online with the phone. Mm -hmm. Dang, no problem. And you know, I'm, I try to respond to emails as fast as I can. Yes. That's, and I have personal important. experience. Umut is very responsive with email. We, we, we had another time scheduled for this interview, mm -hmm. but got sick and you emailed me the day before and we were corresponding like four or five times that same day. Mm -hmm. Very good. I think it's important to respect people's time too, you know, because if you email them, it's obviously something you need. So the faster I respond, faster we can solve that problem. Right. And then we can move forward. Right. Right on. All right. Final four question. Number four. Final four. Uh, what is a parting piece of advice that you'd like to leave with the audience? Um, I'd say, honestly, it's not really an expert opinion of business system, but I think uh, seizing the day and living every day like it's your last. On a personal note, I dealt with a lot of losses in my life. Um, mm. I lost my mom first week of college. That was really oh, hard. Man. They were on the way to my first collegiate soccer game, car accident, you know. Um, lost a lot of friends in school and a lot of family members growing up, so it really made me appreciate every day. So um, I think that sometimes we spend a lot of time on social media, not appreciating our lives, our bodies, ourselves, and we try to be something we're not and try to idolize people that aren't us. And I think before social media, it was different. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, if we just focus on what we have rather than what we don't have and enjoy every day and live like it's our last day, for the lack Absolutely. of a better word, I think everyone will be a lot happier. Yeah, you're so right. And I remember growing up, you know, being in a, a training or somewhere, you know, being with a group of guys, maybe it was a Bible study or, or something going on and thinking like, I must be the only person who struggles with, you know, whatever it was, self-doubt, fear, you know, whatever it was, anger, you know, fill in the blank with whatever emotional issue you, mm -hmm. you have as a teenager. And then the older I get, I realize, like, no, everybody, everybody is going through the same stuff, the same nonsense I'm going through. And I've been, you know, I had a conversation with uh, a friend of mine the other day because I've been going to a counselor. We had some counselors on the show. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, they're just next door in this building. And I've been seeing a counselor and a therapist now for about two years just to deal with baggage of life. Mm -hmm. And when I told my friend this, he was like, oh, my gosh. I would have never guessed. And I realize even before Facebook, what you were talking about is an issue. And now that we have Facebook and Instagram, what's the only stuff you see? 
you never see the parents getting upset. Right. Everybody's happy. You never see, I mean, okay, there are some specific Instagram accounts of like my two year old's crying and I don't know why. (laughs) And you know, parents get it because it's hilarious. It's like, we don't see the nitty gritty of, you know, it took this yoga, took the yogi 1000 tries to get that perfect photo shot Mm -hmm. over the course of three days. Right. (laughs) And we don't see the emotional anguish that the person is going through because, you know, their parents are upset with them exactly. or their kids won't talk to them or they're worried about how to pay the mortgage next month. You know, it's, Precisely. it's just, it's, it's exacerbated that problem of I'm the only person going through this and everybody else's life is together and perfect. It's just not the case. And it helps like when you, even when you're going through stuff, if you just like keep an open mind and listen to other people's problems, that's one of, mm-hmm. one of the things I enjoy doing. It makes your problems not seem as significant because you might hear something that's going on way worse with the person that was right next to you. Right. And it helps you cope with your problems because, wow, like, you know, other people go through, just like you said, similar stuff. It's just tailored and customized differently Mm -hmm. to their lives. And I think one thing that really helped me get through everything was, you know, having faith in God and just believe in that. T.I. actually said it the best. God will take you to hell just to get you to heaven. Because mm. how else is he going to see that you're worthy of his love? Right. So in times of sorrow and great loss, its initial response is, oh, why God? Why It's me? always darkest right before dawn. Exactly. So you got to make sure to keep it, you know, stay with God and say, God, you know, I know you're putting me through this to, you know, make sure I'm worthy of your love. And even initially I might not have without like faith i couldn't have been where i am right now because it's been it's been very you know very hard but it's also been great as well right on the 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 life is hard life is filled with pain it's just the secret is everybody else you know is going through the same pain exactly and when you know that it's it's better right it's normal it's like oh that's it this is the norm that's okay when i talk with somebody it's like oh yeah i'm going through the same thing it's like oh i thought i was the only one Only one in the world. I'm, I'm glad we're, you know, you, you're, if your life, which looks so together and you're going through the same nonsense, like, oh, I guess I'm going to be okay. And you're like, oh man, I'm, I'm short stuff. on a bill. Right. Like I need to, I need to come out with something. And you know, you, your friend calls you, Hey man, like, you know, my landlord just told me I have to move out in a month right. and my car just broke down. I was like, oh wow. My power bill doesn't seem as significant anymore. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, it's like uh, my credit card bill just came in. Maybe I just won't eat at McDonald's quite as much exactly. next month. Or I just won't buy ink for the inkjet yeah. printer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to hand, I'm just going to handwrite everything I need. <laughs> exactly. Buy stock in Bic. Well, Umut, thank you so much. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, bonus round. Bonus round. Forgot the bonus round. Ooh. Almost forgot the bonus round. So, yes, th- yeah, that's because it's not in there. Oh, that's why it's I bonus. Like it. So, yes, thank you for being here. And now we have the bonus question. All right. So, out of everything going on in your life, professionally, personally, and the answer to this can literally be anything. Mm-hmm. All right. What is saving your life right now? optimism optimism yeah i always see the glass half full and one thing that i'm always i'll hurt my leg at a soccer game and i'll Mm -hmm. thank god because i can play soccer right i'm in a shape that i can be out there playing soccer you know i'll be short on the bill i'll thank god because at least i have a place that i can call my home right that i have a roof over my head that's that wasn't something i had my entire life but ever since I started doing that, things don't bother me as much and don't mm-hmm. seem as significant. So my glass is always half full awesome. because 
I've been through a lot of stuff, but it, what can't kill you makes you stronger. And I'm a huge advocate of that. Mm. So I think if we just are grateful when stuff happens to us, instead of just focusing on the pain and the hurt and the suffering and focus on like, wow, you know, thank God for not putting me some, put me through something way worse right, right. now. Just, this is a small problem. I can handle it. So gratitude that, and yeah, that's and awesome. Optimism. You gotta awesome. be, you know, life is short. That's right. You got to make sure to capture every day and we're not promised tomorrow, you know, there, so. there are no, there are no, uh, there's no dress rehearsal. That's right. We're, we're in the real thing. Exactly. Well, now we come to the part where I say, thank you again. Thank you Umut, for uh, sharing your time with us this morning. Fantastic stuff. Not only for ink and paper and printers, but for life. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Well, listeners, you've been listening to the Somerville Advice Givers podcast, where we connect you with the advice you need for when life happens. If you're enjoying the show and like what you hear, do us a favor and subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe so you can listen to these stories every week. Give us a review. Help share this positive message of the impact that people are having, not only in Somerville, because this impact is not limited to our amazing town, but it's, it's really is farther than that. So thank you for sharing your time with us and being a part of this adventure that is the Somerville Advice Givers Podcast. I'm your host, Yaden Smith, and we'll see you next week.